Hi, I'm Anna. And I'm Janet. And you are listening to the Mindy Podcast. Welcome back to the Mindy Podcast, guys. Hello, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It is October 8th, and we are ready. We are ready. Is Halloween your favorite holiday? (laughs) No. It's not mine either. I'm not trying to be a fake fan, but no, Halloween is not my favorite holiday. Here's my thing, is Halloween isn't my favorite holiday, but Halloween and Thanksgiving always produce the best episodes of sitcoms. Oh, 100%. Thanksgiving is a really good one. Yeah. Thanksgiving in real life? I like Eh. Thanksgiving in real life. It's one of my favorite holidays. That's really sweet. I like that for you. I'm actually not a big fan of Thanksgiving in real life, but I love fall. Yeah. And I think this episode was great for for that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So today we will be talking about episode four of season one, Halloween. Yes. As you maybe guessed. Um, (laughs) This episode aired on October 30th, 2012. Which means that there was a gap between this episode and the last episode, which aired on... October 9th. October 9th, yeah. So I was wondering, like, what was going on there? Was it the Emmys, maybe? Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe just a fall break? Probably. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they just have really weird random breaks between episodes. So this is the first episode, actually, that wasn't directed by Michael Spiller. That's very interesting. Yeah. Did you feel um, much of a tonal shift? I personally didn't, really. Yeah, me neither. I kind of love that they kept it consistent. It's definitely... I think the writing is probably a big part of it. Um, but they, I think they kept it pretty consistent. Like, with the, the beginning, Mindy's monologuing, um, mm-hmm. as per usual over a romantic backdrop. And then we realize that she's actually just monologuing to whoever's next to her in real life. Yeah. It's pretty standard. So the Hulu synopsis for this episode is Halloween costumes are a nightmare for Mindy. Which, like for all the other episodes, I guess is true in all technicality. But it's not very descriptive, and it doesn't really tell any of the, like, B or C plot. No. Well, do you want to hear the synopsis from the Mindy Project wiki? I feel like every week you give the Hulu synopsis, and I'm like, (laughs) here's another better one from a random ass source on the internet. No, but that's kind of great. I like seeing how they're different, because I think those ones are, like, fan-submitted, or at least from other sources, whereas the Hulu is obviously whatever random Hulu... Like, in turn is writing. Yeah. (laughs) The synopsis. Yeah. So, the Mindy Project Wiki is, Mindy frantically searches for the right costume to impress Josh when he invites her to a prestigious Halloween party. An embarrassed Danny and Jeremy both sneak out of work early to take their driving tests. Meanwhile, Mindy bumps into her ex-boyfriend Tom and ends up confiding in him about Josh. There you go. Yeah. ABC. I mean, that did... That is what the episode is about. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I don't know. um, I honestly, like, spent so much of the time when I was watching the episode thinking about Bill Hader, and now, I don't know, ten minutes after I finished it, I had totally forgotten that Bill Hader was in the episode. Yeah, I mean, it was the C-plot, so that makes a lot of sense. But but it's so weird. Like, why would you hire Bill Hader to come be on your show for two minutes? 
I think it's just because him and Mindy are probably, like, Mindy and Kayling are probably friends. Yeah. Because he's in a lot of episodes, but he's always in them for a very small amount of time. So And weird. in 2012, like, Bill Hader was obviously big because of SNL and just his career trajectory in general. But he wasn't Bill Hader of 2020, where I feel like Bill Hader of 2020 would not be in an no. episode for, like, two minutes. Same with Seth Meyers. Yeah, exactly. Like, they... I feel like now Bill Hader would do a guest cameo for, like, five minutes of a show for one episode, but now he does it. Yeah. Or he might actually have, like, a significant arc on the episode. Mm -hmm. But Tom just kind of pops up whenever they need to fill some screen time, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever they need to push Mindy being sad. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Kind of depressing. Yeah. (laughs) So do you want to get into a recap of the episode? I would love to. All right. So like we said earlier, the episode starts with Mindy monologuing over these beautiful shots of fall in New York City. I was thinking this has got to be an homage to When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, That's really... It's very quintessential When Harry Met Sally, just traditional rom-com, like fall-themed. So good. And so she's monologuing about the beauty of fall in the city um, to Josh, who is obviously going to be the least interested person in the world to hear about that. I thought the morning date was a fun gag where he was like, is this a date? Like, do you act, Do you think I'm, maybe I'm like a kid? I, I told that. I'm so sorry. I was going to say, do you think I'm a killer? But that would be a bad um, oh, I was going to say she's obviously terrified to go out with him at night. <laughs> so. <laughs> I really liked the gag of the morning date. I thought it made a lot of sense for Mindy. And when he was like, oh, I didn't know this was a date. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. I personally would not get up at 8 a.m. for anyone. No. No. Absolutely not. Especially not Josh. But I did like it for Mindy. It, ma- it makes a lot of sense for her character and for the show right. to do that. Right. I mean, she's a busy career woman. She is. That's one of her characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of her characteristics. They write it into this show. All the Sometimes. time. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. They're talking. Josh wants to live in Tampa, which, you know... In TV is a pretty key indicator that the person who's speaking sucks. <laughs> I know. They love to rip on Florida. They really do. Josh is planning on taking her to the ESPN Halloween party. Um, I did not like this part just because I don't care for Josh. Yes. Very much. When or he was ESPN. Like, yeah. He was like you better look good because last year I took a model. And it's like, Josh, no one cares. Please stop doing this negging thing. It's not cute. No, it's just... Okay, Josh actually kind of makes me laugh because I feel like I know so many people exactly like him. Where it's like, they're so obnoxiously terrible. Like, obviously like really shitty people but they're so confident and they clearly like themselves so much that like for a minute you're like do I like like do I like you and then you're like of course I don't why would I think that but it's just because they're so confident yes yeah I get it I just (laughs) it just doesn't make me like Josh anymore no I just think it's really 
It's it's interesting to see Mindy like caught up in that, and it's also interesting to know that Josh sticks around for a while. Like yeah. he definitely seems like he would just be like a one off episode mm-hmm. kind of date for her. Yeah, but I agree. I feel like looking at Josh's confidence versus looking at Danny's confidence. I don't know what it is, but Danny's confidence doesn't put me in like a like defense mode, <laughs> whereas Josh's confidence. 100% puts me in defense mode. Yeah. And I feel like it might just be, like, the douchiness mm-hmm. of Josh, whereas Danny is just confident, period. Right. Whereas Josh feels like he's overcompensating for something. But either way, I'm kind of like, ugh, this is the worst part of your character. Yes. Especially yeah. in this episode when we see Danny, like, not being confident. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of a fun contrast between the two of them. A good juxtaposition. Yes, especially since it's obvious from the first episode that she's going to end up with Danny. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the next scene is um, in the office, and we see Morgan scaring Danny with the little, like, Halloween Bro, I animatronic. So I'm I, sorry, it's so stupid. I also I laughed. laughed at this. I laughed. I thought it was funny because you could see Christmas, you know, trying not to break. <laughs> um, it definitely made me laugh. Yeah, it was a good joke. <laughs> and then Danny is like, I gotta go, guys. Gotta go to the public notary. No, wait. First, he oh, said, no. I gotta go to the assessor's office because my condo is getting reassessed. That's where I worked this summer. Wow. Yeah, my county calls it an auditor, but it's the same thing as an assessor. Wow. And I know all about reassessing homes. <laughs> <laughs> a little shout out from Danny Castellano. Yeah, it wow. was kind of nice to hear. Um, <laughs> good recognition for your job. Yeah, finally. <laughs> well, Danny and Jeremy both end up having to run errands. What? What? And that leave early. Die. I thought the public notary line was a very funny thing and I thought that Mindy and Shauna being like just get out of here we do not care where you're going yes. it was hilarious I thought it was really funny I thought it was one of the most Nick Miller jokes that have been on the show so far this um, plot line is a very Nick so Miller Nick plot Miller. line it's literally Nick down to a T and I don't know if Nick's like lying thing came out before this or after <laughs> Sweats. this yeah but it's the same joke it's the same thing of, like, Danny is so nervous that he's just, like, sweating profusely. <laughs> and he, like, he cannot lie. Or he's a bad liar. Yes. Very and he funny. just gets stressed out very easily. This was a very charming episode for Danny on the whole. And I think because so much of it is just, he reminded me of Nick Miller. Yes. I agree with that. I love both Danny and Nick. So, we cut from this bit in the OBGYN office to the hospital. Um, I think it's interesting that they cut between the hospital and the office, like, so often kind of early in the earlier seasons, and they don't acknowledge it as much. Yeah, definitely, especially because Mindy goes to the hospital, then comes back in her work clothes. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, constant outfit changes. And yes. I don't know. I don't know how a hospital works, so I don't know if that's accurate or if, like, that's actually filmed the scenes out yeah. of order and forgot about it. Yeah, if they were just like, oh, we're just going to have her wear the same thing the entire time, you yeah. know? But <laughs> either way, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But it's also, like, bonkers to think that these people are just, like, delivering babies. Like, 
every other hour yeah or and then something. like going back to work to do pranks on each other yeah that's bonkers no yeah, <laughs> no offense but if my OBGYN was getting pranked and then coming to pull my baby out of me i would be very uncomfortable by that knowledge <laughs> to be fair danny doesn't fall for the prank yeah this time I don't know yeah. if he ever falls for future pranks. I don't remember <laughs> that far, but... We'll get more into Danny's gynecological skills, or lack thereof, in later episode. <laughs> yeah, next episode. <laughs> um, so, we're at the hospital. Bill Hader's back. I thought the whole hitting his head on the door and then going down, and then he says, please don't leave me alone with this lady. <laughs> and Mindy's like, okay, well... Don't be theatrical. I don't know what's no, so the funny. There's a whole running gag where he's recording her and yeah. then he has the orderly like come and check on him to make sure she hasn't tried to kidnap him. So funny. So funny. I do think that it was interesting that they decided to have the kind of like crazy ex stereotype in this Yeah, episode. I don't love that for Mindy. I don't. It does track with her character based on the three episodes yes, previous but i wish they wouldn't have made it track no absolutely not this episode was not good for feminists no <laughs> but so few are no this show i is, do love the crazy ex-girlfriend tv show yeah but um, that's different on that's topic not, that's not <laughs> the crazy ex-girlfriend tv show is like a critique on these kind yeah, of stereotypes for sure. whereas this was just straight up playing into those stereotypes mm-hmm. Which I don't love. No. Um, I also, yeah, this episode had some really high moments, had some weird lines mixed in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, like, within the show, Mindy did ruin Tom's wedding. Like, I would be a little freaked out. Yeah, I'm a little mean, pissed for, off. Like, even first episode, like, yeah. this is her <laughs> opening, you know? Mindy's, like, getting arrested in her first. Yes. Um, but also at the same time, I kind of have to wonder if Mindy did kind of kidnap him to give him stitches. Because why is the OBGYN that he hates the one stitching his head up in a hospital full of doctors? It's not like she was his only option. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she purposely did it. Oh, no. Not what I'm suggesting. theory? Although, she was walking on the left side of the hallway when she smacked the door into him, and, like, who does that? You do that. I've seen you do it multiple times. Only when I'm walking next to you. God! <laughs> I don't... I'm gonna disprove this conspiracy theory. Actually, I have no proof, but I just don't... I don't know. I think, I don't think Mindy is violent. No. I don't think Mindy <laughs> would kidnap that I did... For as much as I don't love the, like, crazy ex-girlfriend thing, I did think it worked very well in this situation. Yeah, it was cute. It got them together, and they had yeah. a nice moment, I guess. Yeah. I still don't really understand what he's doing on this show, what his really... What was his purpose of showing up in this episode, other than to make her, like, self-conscious? I really think his purpose on this show is just to make her, like reevaluate her relationships because so far every time he showed up or like even the beginning when it was his wedding like that's that's a kind of turning point for Mindy where she has to think about what she's currently doing especially in relation to what Tom is currently doing right whereas like Mindy's going on a whereas Mindy is going out on a date 
with this like random manager and you know going to an ESPN party he's having a baby yeah which is what she wanted from him but he didn't give her so she has to like kind of think about what her life. she's doing yeah yeah I don't know that's just my reading of Tom um I liked the scene though. I liked it too. I it thought was it was cute. I thought their chemistry was really great. I it was so very too. much ex-girlfriend yes. awkward moment. They're both really good actors. I yeah. just and I'm kind of a sucker for the like tender moments. Yeah, no, yeah. for the like like she's giving him stitches. Yeah. It's it's a good trope. <laughs> I really liked the spoilers gag where like um, yes. He was like, do not tell me spoilers. Do not tell me spoilers. And she says, if you're obsessed with TV, why don't you keep up with it in a timely manner? I love that. That was very much the, like, dialogue between two yeah. people who know each other very well and, mm-hmm. like, have quickly fallen back into these old patterns of, like, communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. It, it kind of built that they do know each other and very that they well. did have a very intimate relationship and And that's why it stings so much that he didn't tell her that he and his wife are having a baby yeah i think for as little as bill Hader has been in these past three episodes his character has very much developed yeah 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 and so she feels like more comfortable around him she tells him about josh (laughs) Which, I thought her description of Josh was so funny and so accurate. Yeah. She was like, he's so funny. Like, not funny where you want to laugh, but where you're like, eh, I'm offended. <laughs> That's literally how I feel every single time Josh is on screen. I'm like, I'm a little offended by this, but I'll let it slide for you. Yes. And also, so many people like this. <laughs> Very realistic. Yeah. 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 In the most, like caricatured way possible which I feel like this show does well like realistic at its extremes (laughs) yeah well that's what's best about Mindy is that you feel for her and you feel that she is a real person but she's also like such a caricature of like a what a woman is so the next scene after Mindy and Tom kind of talk um is Danny and Jeremy Getting their driver's licenses at the DMV in Long Island. Adorable. Adorable. I love their friendship. Yeah. It's cute. They have really good energy together. <laughs> good good vibes, good chemistry. Um, it's kind of surprising that they don't put them together more often. I don't know. I thought that, like, Jeremy was... This is the most that I've liked Jeremy since he's been on... Since we've been watching the show, personally. I thought mm-hmm. his little... The differences between Jeremy's confidence at this point in the show and Danny's confidence really intrigue me, especially in this episode, like we talked about, where Danny is so, like, not confident, super panicky, Mm -hmm. and he's freaking out half the time. Very Nick Miller of him. Very Nick Miller. But he's also, like, at the beginning, when they first get there, he's about to beat up some kids. He has, like, like, a false sense of confidence. Yes. His punching someone at a Bruce Springsteen concert kind of confidence. What I was thinking watching this was that Danny is just as romantic as Mindy, but in a very different way, whereas she'll, like, you know, monologue about finding the perfect guy and fall in New York City or whatever. He's like, I'm going to strike out on the open roads. A man goes where he wants, when he wants. (laughs) 
thousand miles of dark night stretch before me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's very, like, they're both idealistic and, like, fantasy-oriented in the same way, um, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I think Mindy is definitely very romance-oriented. Like, she obviously grew up on a bunch of rom-coms and just straight-up romance movies. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I'm sure Danny watched a lot of, like, Tom Cruise and adventure movies, you know? Westerns. Yeah, so I'm, they're both idealistic, but they're kind of, Danny is much more danny-centric in his idealism whereas mindy is definitely more relationships relationships and like other people and how they see her yeah that's care ethics baby carol gilligan wow that's my feminist theory coming out (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say that danny seems to lose a lot of that as the seasons go on but you know he does it like at the end near the end he just strikes out in his car by himself or I think Morgan's with him, um, <laughs> for the Wild West, you know, to go help his family, which is very action here we have him. Yeah. And Although at the time it might have been kind of selfish for him to leave everything behind. I don't really remember the specifics. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think Danny is very much romantic in his own way. I mean, as we see throughout the entire show, whenever he fucks up, like... His solution to everything is to do a big romantic gesture. And so in that way, I think both Mindy and him are very, very similar. Mm -hmm. But Mindy is, I feel like she's more stable. Like, I don't know. Because... She's more consistent. Yeah, maybe consistent is the better word. That's what I meant. She's very much consistent in her romance and idealism. Whereas Danny is very hot and cold. Yeah, he fluctuates between being a pessimist and, like, this grand adventurist. Yeah, and you see this in this episode as well. You see him, like, hating on Jeremy and being, like, aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, man, I really like you. Yeah, you care about <laughs> things. Yeah. He cares too much. That's why he's an asshole sometimes. Yeah, I um, mean... I mean, like, also, he's just an asshole sometimes. Not, <laughs> not trying to make excuses for his poor no. behavior. Yeah, we're only talking about this episode, not later episodes. No, we can't. We can't generalize for all of his behavior. No. It's not consistent enough. It literally isn't. You can't generalize on it. Not at all. Well, even at the end of this episode, Jeremy talks about Danny's passion. Mm -hmm. That's a whole, like, section of the show is just Jeremy being like, I'm not passionate like you are. I don't care as much as you do. And that's what gets you places. And I really liked having this little pep talk between Mm -hmm. them. I know that's way later in the show. It was a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Also so funny because Jeremy becomes the person who does care about things. Yeah. You know, he just wants to be responsible. Keep <laughs> Run the, the office practice. running. Yeah. He wants to be loved <laughs> very deeply. <laughs> He's a very sad person because he cares too much later on. Yeah. But yeah. The Jeremy right now who's hooking up with Mindy still question. I have mark? no idea what their relationship <laughs> is currently. They kind of just dropped that. They were like after the pilot, they were like, eh, we they don't need said this. we can really hone in on this chemistry between Christmasina yeah. and Mindy Kaling, yep. and I don't think we need to cover anything else. And I'm not even mad about it. No, it's adorable. My favorite joke from Jeremy and Danny from this episode was Jeremy being like, I bet on Halloween actual vampires dress up as DMV workers. 
and Danny, do you, did you hear my joke? <laughs> and then Danny says, would you just shut up? <laughs> um, I feel like that's very indicative of our relationship. <laughs> I'm Jeremy and you're Danny. 100%. I didn't want to say it, but... No. There's no question here. I I did laugh out loud at that joke. Especially since Danny ends up being friends with all the BMP workers. Yeah. Yeah. Not even friends. He's just, like, there a lot. Because he keeps, like, failing. They all believe in him. They all believe in him. Well, this whole scene, I just wanted to say, Danny is so cute and funny, and I love him. Yeah. And I found Jeremy very charming. Also, okay, so we're just going to keep talking about the DMV because it would get too confusing if we went back and forth Mm -hmm. between the DMV and the office and stuff. So we'll talk about the DMV first, then we'll talk about the office. But... Um, I want to talk about how Jeremy passed his test on the first try. Without ever, like, picking up a book or practicing? Yeah. Well, the, the like, actual permit test, whatever. I don't care about the written thing. Yeah. I want to say that he is a very competent person. Jeremy... For ability alone. <laughs> Get me. Yeah, I mean, let's be real here. No, but, like, this... This tracks with his character as yeah. being very competent really at everything sweet. he does. He has something to back up his confidence. Yeah. You know, Josh is... Obviously a big shot lawyer. Yeah. But he's kind of, like, hapless, you know? He's not... He doesn't feel competent. It yeah. feels like his job isn't a real job. I'm sure in the real world, it's a very difficult job. Yeah. But it seems like all he does is hang out with basketball players in this show. Jeremy, like, puts his money where his mouth is when Danny gets in the car for his driving test and he tries to pull the same kind of like suave moves it just it doesn't, doesn't work. work because Very that's not Nick who Danny is this is Nick and Schmidt this is just Nick and Schmidt oh my god yeah <laughs> this is literally that's why we like this oh it's my it's god Nick and Schmidt. that makes so much sense because I like Schmidt a lot and I like Jeremy in these episodes uh-huh. and you love Nick and yeah. Danny. I mean, I, I also love Nick yeah, and Danny. Yeah, of course. But, but I just don't care as much as about Schmidt or Jeremy. I do care about Schmidt and Jeremy. This makes so much sense I love now. this for us. Wow, wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. I thought 70 out of 100 was very generous. Um, oh, yeah, for, for sure. I think it's probably pretty clear he can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he passed? Like, what do you think passing is right now? Is it just 50? I have no idea. I, because 70 out of 100 is a C. It's a C minus. Yeah. I don't remember. I did have a question. I was like, Danny is doing this, a man can go where a man wants to when he wants to with a license whole thing. But like, does he have a car? I, I don't know. I was like, you are an almost 40 year old man. Um, You've been taking the subway for your whole life. Do you have a car? How are you going to get to where you want to get to? If I'm being honest, it would not surprise me to learn that Danny had a car this whole time. I would bet that he did. <laughs> I feel like in late in a later season, he drives a car mm-hmm. pre- a pretty far distance. I'm pretty sure he talks about having that car for a long time. I Don't quote me on that. Please don't hold me accountable. <laughs> it seems like such a Dannyism though. Like, he gets the grand piano in his apartment, even though mm-hmm. he can only play a few chords of Piano Man. He buys a car, even though he cannot clearly drive. cannot drive. Yeah. Ugh, it makes me mad. <laughs> they live in New York City. Yeah, what do you need a car the for? The traffic is so congested anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not going to drive, as no. we see. You're right, but still. I think it's just the idea of having a license rather than, like, him actually driving. Being able to drive. Yeah. yeah. If he was ever in an emergency situation um, and someone gave him a car to get his way out of it, he could. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think that pretty much sums up the the DMV plot DMV line. DMV situation. Do we want to talk about what's going on in the office now? Yes. I would love to. So basically what's going on in the office during Danny and Jeremy getting their licenses um, is that Mindy starts talking to the to the front desk people about Tom. So cute. We love Mindy yeah. and the nurses together. We love Mindy, Betsy, and Shauna. Mindy, Betsy, and Morgan. And, and Morgan. The, the girls. The girls. As they established <laughs> in the last episode. Mindy says, it's so weird being my own role model. You should try it. Favorite line from the episode. Really? Mine was the badonk donk and the bathink thick. <laughs> that was also a funny <laughs> line. I think this is my favorite serious line. <laughs> um, my favorite serious line was, don't look at me like you're trying to teach me something. <laughs> Which came immediately after the badonk donk and the bathink thick. That line. scene was great. But first this one. Um, <laughs> don't don't get ahead of myself here. <laughs> so Mindy is talking about how she kind of interacted with Tom and she was fine and Morgan's like I need a picture of him I obviously don't know what he looks like um so they pull up Tom's Facebook or off-brand Facebook wants to have an image of him and Mindy having sex yeah he says he's like yeah pull up his picture yeah well he says right now I'm just imagining you climbing a giant question mark (laughs) Morgan's lines always hit for me I hated Morgan so much the first time through and it's like why yeah he's He's so funny I think it was because I liked Mindy a lot the first time through and I still like Mindy a lot now but Mm -hmm. Morgan's character just really is getting me (laughs) every single episode he's pulling it out um so then they look on the off-brand Facebook website <laughs> and we find out that Tom is having a baby through his ultrasound header. <laughs> Betsy thinks it's a ghost. But my <laughs> question is, how many sonograms does Betsy look at in a day? <laughs> because I guess it's a lot. <laughs> Can we talk about how nobody in this office has ever done gynecological work? Like, I... If you told me that they were all just posing, I'd be like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I know that Betsy is an administrative assistant or whatever. Yeah, but as but that an, job involves paperwork. <laughs> yeah, no, like as an admin, you should be able to, I don't know, like look up people's sonograms. Make, you're probably filing them at some point. <laughs> like, why do you not know what it looks like? You probably like kind of help Mindy in some cases. Yeah. Like, as a human being, also, you should know what a sonogram is. Yeah, I mean, like, it was just, like, Betsy being, be- like, yeah, Betsy being it, Betsy. It's a cute gag, but, but it, it makes was, me concerned for the office. <laughs> it took me to a whole other level <laughs> of frustration. <laughs> so we find out that Tom's having a baby. Yes. So sad. Sad that he didn't tell Mindy. It's sad that he didn't tell Mindy. Um, I think Mindy would have been okay with him having a baby if she, if he had just told her. And so now Mindy was going to break up with Josh, but Tom has lowered her self-esteem, and now she's not going to. She's going to settle for him. Yeah, this is kind of a catalyst for her getting into a real relationship with Josh. Yeah. I don't I don't know. This episode was weird because multiple times, like here and then when 
Betsy's talking to her about the Great Pumpkin, and then when Anna Camp's daughter, Riley, brings it up later, all of this is, like, Mindy going after Josh is, like, great. She's pursuing love, like, this grand romance. But Josh is a dick. Like, we're not supposed to like him. And so I don't really know why they're trying to entice us with this romantic subplot. Like, this passionate, you just gotta hope kind of thing yeah i think they're trying to make josh a redeemable character though yeah and he just become that yeah for sure i mean my favorite i don't love josh as previously established but yeah i i really think that it's just i think that they're trying to build a josh arc like i think that's what they were trying to do and whether or not they did a good job of it is up for interpretation but it's not for us to say yeah yeah um, so Mindy goes into her office, she calls Josh, and she's like, I'll go with you to the ESPN party. Um, I didn't really care about what Josh was doing. No. So now she has to find a costume. So the office collects a bunch of costumes for Mindy to try on. Yep. This is where we get the badonkadonk and the bethinkathink line, which is not my kind of joke, but this made me laugh out loud. Um, so they're, like, trying to tell her that a good costume should be funny and it should be sexy yeah um and morgan pulls out the nurse costume and he's like (laughs) as a nurse this costume offends me it's not the skimpy outfits that make us sexy it's the helping people which is very funny and we love (laughs) nurses here that was really funny (laughs) and then obviously betsy does the linus from um, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie She's Brown. She's so cute. I love It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie I Brown. I know. We should watch that. We sh- absolutely should. I, it's one of my favorite Halloween things. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Yeah. I would say it's it's maybe number one. That's the one with Snoopy as the red baron in it, right? Yeah. He's going through. Yeah. I love that. I loved that as a kid. I don't know why. I was obsessed <laughs> with it. So cute. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So many good things come from that episode Mm -hmm. and it's crazy to me that mindy hasn't seen it but it also i didn't even know what it was yeah i don't know i feel like everyone as a child goes through the it's a great pumpkin charlie brown at some point yeah so then morgan and shauna and betsy are like you should choose a funny costume but before that they offer up a bunch of costumes for her yeah and she comes up with a bunch is the thing that i like do you want to rank the ones that she comes up with yeah, <laughs> I do. Well, I want to talk about this Postman costume, like the USPS <laughs> The Anagonye costume? Dude, it's literally so cute. It's so cute! I don't understand why they were shitting on it. Like, and I, okay, I really like that she sent it to Danny and was like, is this good? And Danny sends... Stinks. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's so cute. It's adorable. It's and a it's a Danny very moment. cute costume, and um, I love Chidi. Yeah, she looks great in it. We love The Good Place. Yeah. It's a very much Good Place vibe. Yes, and this show does not give us Good Place vibes very often. No. So you gotta take them where you can find them. (laughs) Okay, so Morgan then gives her a bunch of costumes, right? And none of them are good. None of them are good. But urinal. Condom Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. That was funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did like the urinal costume. Obviously, for on Morgan, not it wouldn't have been good on Mindy. But <laughs> he looked good. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um, 
Do you want to talk about the costumes that she puts herself in? Yeah, we can. So, okay. <laughs> I would say there's uh, there's four that she doesn't choose, right? Between the postman, Tinkerbell Taylor, Soldier Spy, Dirty Harry Potter, and Lil Wayne on the Prairie. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones I got, too. Yeah, so for my personal ranking, okay, I would have to go... Number one, this is a little win on the prairie. <laughs> that was a very funny costume. <laughs> Number two is the postman. Mm-hmm. Number three is Tinkerbell Taylor Soldier Spy. Number four is Dirty Harry Potter, because I have never seen a Dirty Harry movie. Interesting. Yeah. My rankings would probably have to be the postman i thought that was really cute and then lil wayne on the prairie <laughs> that was so funny not only is it funny but she kind of looks good like in the prairie dress yeah okay and then not i think commenting on the lil wayne stuff <laughs> no <laughs> no we're not qualified for that um then uh tinkerbell taylor soldier spy and then dirty harry potter i yeah i feel like that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm she definitely looked the worst in the Dirty Harry Potter costume. Absolutely. That wig was horrendous. Yeah, but is it the same wig they put her in when she gets a pixie later? <laughs> no. Okay, anyway. <laughs> moving past that. Then she gets discouraged because she cannot find a cute costume. And she calls, or she has Betsy text Josh and says, take one of the Caitlyn's. Yeah. She's decided not to go. She has a patient Again. in labor of... Theoretical patient and labor. Yeah. So then we cut to DMV, but after that we go to Mindy, Mindy in her apartment. What did you think about the gag with the cat that's not hers? Very strange. Her I just didn't understand. Maybe it was because she's lo- like an old cat lady. Yeah, I agree. It felt out of place to me. I just, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I did like that she was watching In Sickness, Health, and Murder. That was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, and then and she, she calls Anna Camp. Then she calls Anna Camp, Gwen. I love this portion. I do, too. I love Mindy interacting with Riley. Riley. It's so cute. And she's her godmother? Yeah. Did we know that already? Yeah, we did. I didn't remember that. And I was like, this just makes it even sadder that they abandoned this. (laughs) I loved seeing Mindy interact with Riley. Yes. Because Mindy Kaling seems like she'd be so good with children. Uh Uh-huh. Like, just talking to Riley like she's she's an an adult. adult. Or just, like, even a teenager. kids. Kids love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, it kind of made me so sad. Like, this show is on for six or seven years. Like, we could have... This kid could have been the next Kieran and Shipka, is what I was thinking of, because I just watched <laughs> Mad Men and, like, get into... <laughs> the Mindy Project? Mad Men. <laughs> Same show, in my mind. But, like, it just would have been fun to watch this little actress grow up. And we all love Kieran and Shipka now. And she looks very similar to her as a child. <laughs> okay, They're just guys? both blonde. <laughs> And, like, precocious, you know? Like, she was a good little actress for her age. Yeah, for sure. I really wish they would have kept Riley in the show. And I know she's in the show for most of the rest of the season. And we're going to keep talking about it. Yeah. How we wish she was still in. But it was just so great to see Mindy interacting with other women. It's just great. We love to see it. Um, 
I did think it was funny that they were done trick-or-treating at, like, 4 p.m. Like, that's that's so funny. Like, I get that the kids don't want to be in the, like, they don't want to be scared Or, like, cold, maybe. But trick-or-treat runs from, you know, very supervised hours. Like, legally, your local government, like, picks a time for trick-or-treat every year. (laughs) That's how trick-or-treat works. So after Riley says um, she's watching It's a Great Pumpkin and all that, their phone call, Mindy's like, well, I gotta call Josh. Yeah. And she finds her costume. What did you think about her costume? She was Diane yeah. from Cheers. I've never seen Cheers. I've also never seen okay. Cheers. I, think, I know about Sam and Diane. Yeah, of course. I think she looked cute. I thought it was, like, really good. It was... Kind of what they told her. Like, it was witty, um, and it was cute. Yeah, and she looked good. She looked really good. What did you think about Josh's costume? I loved it. He was Inigo Montoya from The Princess Bride. I thought it was so cute. So cute. I loved how he was, she was like, you know, I actually like Inigo better than Wesley. And he was like, duh. And she said, really, Josh? Is that really (laughs) so obvious an opinion that it warrants a duh? (laughs) I thought it was so cute. Although I would never ever pay two thousand dollars for that costume. No, I mean I think that's the point. I know, but I he said that, and I was like, "That's so much." Someone yeah. ripped you off. And he said he went online and he stalked her until he found out her favorite movie was The Princess Bride, which I think it's interesting that her favorite movie is The Princess Bride yeah. and not like a Sleep contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. But she did have a Princess Bride poster on her dorm room in college. She did. I mean, it's, the, the Princess poster. Bride is very, like, rom-com, like, millennial thing. It is one of People the best love movies it. of all time. No, I love the Princess My mom loves the Princess Bride. It's so So I, the amount of times that I've watched it is, I can't even count it. I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just a great, no. great movie. And it, it was cute for Josh to do that. It was a little yeah. bit redeeming. A little bit redeeming. I really liked um, when he opened the door and she was like, Inigo Montoya? And he was like, no, an Enlightenment era homosexual. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> that was a good joke. It was the one joke of Josh's that I actually laughed at during I this episode. I was like, oh my god, Josh. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to rank her outfits now? Let's do it. So the first outfit, she wore this for most of the episode, was her work dress. Um, it's like this tight, stripy, short-sleeved dress. It has like bright red and dark red and dark blue and like a little bit of a mint stripe and like a coral skirt. And it's like, I don't know, like form-fitting, you know, one of those like professional dresses. And then her second outfit is it's just like sweatpants and then a navy blue version of the red sweater or the orange sweater with stars that she was wearing in an earlier episode, which I thought was cute. And I still love the sweater. Um, so I like that she has like a couple different colors of it. And then the third outfit, like official outfit, was her Diane costume. Yeah. What was your ranking? This one's really hard. I don't know. I think top I have to go Diane from Cheers. Mm -hmm. And then her work dress. Mm -hmm. And then the stars sweatpants outfit. Yeah. I think I totally agree with you. I liked aesthetically. I think the 
work outfit the best, but I just really like the Diane from Cheers costume. I thought it was a great, like, mix of witty and also, like, cute. Mm-hmm. And also very in line with, like, her character. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I agree. If there's one thing Mindy can rock, it's, you know, a professional, like, workplace dress. Um, <laughs> she looks so good in all of them. Like, you know, like, the tight, yeah, like, knee-length, all the... Yeah. But I didn't like the colors of the stripes. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite outfit of hers yeah. ever. It was very 2012, I thought. Very 2012, very much, like, workplace professional woman. Mm-hmm. And the sitting around at home outfit was cute, but, you know. Yeah, in the ranking, it's just, it's always probably going to be last. That I, looks like something I would have worn Yeah, today, it's definitely it's just something not, that I would have worn yeah, in the past, not like, what we're going for. six months. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you want to rate this episode on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I do. All right. Um, I can go... F- do you want to go first? You can go first. What's your rating? Okay. I would say... What did I give the last one? I think like a six and a half. Mm-hmm. I... Initially, when I watched this episode, I didn't like it as much as the previous episode in the club. But now that I'm reflecting on it, I really do like this episode a lot. A lot. So, I think I'm going to have to give it a a 7 out of 10 Enlightenment Era Homosexuals. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, I really did not like the previous episode in the club. I think I gave it a 3 or 4. I'm going to have to give this one a a 7.5 out of 10 badonkadonks. That's a big jump. Yeah. I really liked this episode. This episode was a good one. It had good A, B, and C plots. Yeah, they were all really engaging, whereas I felt like in the yeah. previous episode, while I did like it a lot, mm-hmm. it just, it wasn't as engaging. Yeah. I would say that the structure of this episode with, like, the random, like, Anna Camp appearances and the mm-hmm. way it cut back and forth between all the plots was not great. Yeah. But I liked the content. Yeah, I liked all the, like, friendships, relationships. We got yeah. the girls. We got Jeremy and um, Danny. We got a like, nice little Anna Camp scene. Yeah, we little got Bill Hader. baby, like, snips of Danny yeah. and Mindy. Um, it was good. Yeah, and some good Morgan jokes. Some good Morgan jokes. Yeah, I enjoyed a solid the Morgan episode. jokes. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Mindy Pod, um, and also make sure to rate us on the iTunes store yes. and leave us a review. Five stars. We'd <laughs> <laughs> love to hear from you guys. Anyway, thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for next week when we're going to talk about episode five. Danny Castellano is my gynecologist. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs>